The Hideous Creature Show. Here's what we're talking about. We're talking about a bunch of hobos with fingers in each other's pooper in a stranger's car with talk radio playing really loud. It's going to be a nice evening. Well, we're not participating in that. We have no interest. Let me rephrase it. We got a jar of old mustard, and we got a poodle, and we're just going to get in there, and we're going to put some D's and some A's. Hey, are you Dirty Mike and the boys? How do you know who we are? You left a note in that car. Police shithead. He's a copper. We got to go. Come on. Hey, goose it, boys. You're cops. Rub your dicks on the car as you run away. You turned my beautiful Prius into a nightmare. We are going to have sex in your car. It will happen again. City of Roses, Portland, Oregon, inside 2282, a.k.a. the Brooklyn Zoo, via the internet. The date is Thursday, May 1st, 2014, and I am one of your hosts, and my name is June. And my name is Jenny. And this, this is the Hideous Creature Show, episode number 205. Thank you for coming along and playing fake radio with us on the internet. So what's up, Super Mom? Long time no see. I know. I was just thinking, like, 205. We ramped up so much to get to 200. And we're like, yeah! And then we've only done five episodes mm. since then. It's been such, like, a a, well, you know, a hard road to hoe. Certain things come to be more important. So, whatever. I yeah. mean, this isn't for anybody but us, so... Right, exactly. And, you know, kids are going to get older, and then <clears throat> we'll be able to do more. Yeah. Or whatever, you know, life, life changes. Yeah. But what's up? I heard you were turning to Supermom well, today. I It was actually yesterday. Um, you know, you hear all the stories about how, you know, moms do amazing things when they need to. Like or, math? or No, like strength-wise. Oh. Or not even strength-wise, just um, they act fast to get themselves and their children out of a pinch or right, something. Okay. And um, I didn't lift a fucking Volkswagen or anything. Damn. But um, shit. We'll skip it then. I uh, <laughs> yesterday I was gonna walk to the store and I had the baby all all in uh, hooked up in her stroller and we'd gone out the front door. We we're ready to go. And then being the super mom that I am, I was like, "You need sunscreen. The sunscreen is in the backyard. So let's go. We'll go through the gate and go back around the backyard and I'll get the sunscreen and slather it on you like the." The great mother that I am. That's out of one to a hundred. That's a forty point super mom. You know, did you ever slather on sunscreen when you were a kid? Because I sure didn't. Um, I got some in some sometimes. Like I got it put on my nose. The sun is different now. The sun will kill you now. The sun is our enemy. I know. The sun is actually an evil thing now. Yeah. It used to be a great thing. Yeah. We used to, you know, as human beings, we used to worship it and love it. Yeah. Now, no. Now it's like, I don't even want to look at you anymore. No, I fucking hate you. I wish fucking it was night. Sun. Always. So uh, I went around the back and I got the sunscreen and then our, our side gate is one of those gates that has, um, it has a latch from the outside, like if you're in front of the house. And there's a little hole drilled in the wood, and there's a string right. that comes through so that if you're inside the yard, you can pull the string and get out of the yard. Right. Like well, the string wasn't in the hole mm-hmm. when I came back out. 
and we were locked in the backyard. Did the string get old and just disappear? No, it just flew back through. Like, I slammed the door so hard that it oh, flew no. back through the hole. See, that's not a super mom. You gotta, no. You gotta, once the super mom intensity happens, you have to learn to reserve your strength or else so, you're going to be yeah. breaking everything. So I was like, oh, okay. The sliding glass door is locked. All the windows are locked. The gate is locked. We're trapped in the backyard. What am I going to do? So it's like, my first thought was, okay, I'm going to jump this fence. Right, of course. I'm going to fucking jump this fence. Right. Mary Lou and Retton flip over And our fence is like, I don't know, it, it, if I was standing there and reached my arm all the way up, it's I've, not that high. I've seen it's it. Like, it's about five feet. It's, yeah, it's, it, well, it's, it's taller than I am. So it's, and I'm, it's, it's six foot fence probably. Yeah, no, yeah, because it's taller than me. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. six foot, foot fence. So, and then I look back at my sweet daughter six and I realize that if I start to like monkey, like spider monkey this fence, she's going to flip out. Right. She's going to flip out and wonder what the hell I'm doing. So instead of doing that, I physically put, I like scrunched my hand as skinny as it would go in between the fence and the gate <laughs> and I pushed the fence as hard as I could as I was squeezing my hand through to try to get and I'm like it's and she was starting to fuss and I'm like it's fine mommy it's, mommy it's just doing something with the fence and I was like groaning like <laughs> trying to get my hand through and it hurt like a motherfucker <laughs> To squish my hand. I was getting splinters, and I was squishing my hand through the fence. And then with my middle finger, I was trying to, like, work the lash. Like, jiggle like it, I was trying to it finger bang the latch to get it. And it took me a little while to do it, and Jolene was getting very, very anxious and wondering why I was groaning and what I was doing. <laughs> and the voyeur neighbor's like, Yes! But I eventually got the latch and we got out and it was better than the option of scaling Curling the fence, which I would it. have done if I would have had to do it. But you could have, I mean, you could have done it. I could have done it. But super mom went the way that would make the baby less stressed out, which is good. And I probably would have like fallen and broken my fucking neck. No shit, right? I would have, like, broken my leg on the other side of the fence, and she would have still been locked in the back of the right. yard. You're, you're paralyzed from the neck down. Mommy's fine. So I realized then that, like, and that's, like, a tiny little thing, but I realized, like, I would totally, like... Murder like an eagle. I would, yeah, I would rub my hand along, like, 50 swords to get the latch if that's what I had to do well, if see, we were trapped. Well, you know what? That means you're a good mother. You passed the test, finally. I, you know what? It was me. I pulled that string you're, out. You're like, hee, hee, hee. To see if you, had the, if you had the gumption to do it, Jenny. And you do. Good for you. I, I, then I realized, too, like, I should probably have, like, a spare key to my house somewhere in case I fucking get locked out with the baby. I'll just be, like, wandering around Portland. Do I have your... I. You do. I have a key. You have a key to my house. Yeah, but you need to put one by your house because I don't want to have to drive all the way over there to let you, you and the baby yeah. back in after you forget. Exactly. All right. Well, super duper job, Jenny. Thanks. Good for you. I only got a few splinters. 
It is hot in here. It's fucking hot. What's the temperature? Will you read it? It's oh my there. god. We have a little uh, thermometer in the in the room. Ninety. Ninety. You know what? Let's get these toxins out. How about it is that? Ninety degrees in here. It's good. So, um, someone off of our death pool has ex- has expired. I. If you didn't know. I didn't know that. Uh, that he was on the death pool until you brought it up, but yes. So it was me. You died? Uh, no, but I got the points. Don't ever put me on your death pool, by the way. I Danny. know, it right? Scared the shit out of me. I'm like the only, I think I'm the only person that's actually scored any points in this game. I think one of us did last year, but this year, no, no one's no one's got one except for um, you. So we're what, into... May it's officially May first today. We're almost halfway right. through, and only one person, and it's Mickey Rooney, who was pretty much like one of those people that we had to Google to make sure he was still even alive. Right. Um, he was ninety three, so I officially have seven points. So what's your total? Seven points. Really? He's the only one that's yeah. uh, that's on our death pool that's passed away. Yep. Well, that's a good thing. Yeah, seven to to zero. And the death pool when we're doing it. I, I think it's funny and everything, but once it people start dying on it, I kind of feel bad. Me too. But I mean, Mickey 90, Rooney, he was ninety three. He was he was old, and uh, he what he started performing in his what when he was nine or something yeah, like that. He so was he had a, a long he was a successful teen, career. He was a kid, a child star before there was even stars. All right. But I was thinking about this. I looked on the on the internet and I found a web page, and it had a bunch of epitaphs. And I thought, what would I want my epitaph to be? So I went on to look at what other people did, and uh, I wrote down some, and Jenny, you wrote down some, but I was thinking that we could kind of look over what other people have had, like the some of the funny ones, and then there's some famous people ones. We'll go over those, and then uh, let's share. Let's share okay, ours. Okay, that sounds good. Most of these that um, are anything worth reading are from famous people, but there was a couple that I thought were kind of funny that were just random headstones that they found in cemeteries. Um, And one of them was in a Georgia cemetery, and it just says, I told you I was sick. (laughs) I think that's pretty funny. I remember the one that kind of got me interested in epitaphs was was at the end of Royal Tannenbaum's when... uh, Royal... they read what his uh, epitaph was, and it's like saved his family from a sinking battleship. Yeah, and I always that always kind of put the little worm in my head, like, what do I want from yeah, my epitaph? It can be anything as long as your yeah, cares, surviving right? relatives go for it. And how many people that go through? I've walked. I've walked through lots of cemeteries. Yeah, how many people go through cemeteries and actually believe it? Like everybody believes it. So why wouldn't you put something on your epitaph yeah. that's like completely extraordinary? crazy what's another one um this one is uh from a memory of an accident in a uniontown pennsylvania cemetery it says here lies the body of jonathan blake stepped on the gas instead of the brake i wonder if that's true or if they would just did it because it rhymed with his last name do you think that that was something that he wanted on his epitaph who knows also i was wondering about this when i was looking up so when i was thinking of mine do other cultures have this, or is this oh. kind of Western culture? Western I think it's Western culture because most most cultures don't bury their, they don't take up huge areas of land right. to lay skeletons in boxes that will never, ever decompose. Right. Otherwise, That's China cool. would be a huge graveyard. Right. 
that's totally a, a Western civilization thing. Right. That death is really weird in this country. I mean, it's all just for the living. All the weird ceremonies. I never and thought about that. You're right. Stuff it that is we for do. Like, who gives a shit? Yeah, fuck it. That Shoot you're me. in a silk-lined box that will never ever decompose. In a fucking suit with the your your fucking like watch in your pocket. I, I mean, I have always wanted weird. to be just put into a catapult and shot up off of the southernmost peninsula of Africa. You know, like that's where all the the sharks are. Just I wonder shoot me if at the you, sharks. I I think that you would have to actually go through a lot of shit. And red tape to be able to actually have that be your dying wish. I bet that you wouldn't be able to. Nah. Well, you know, I bet you could. There's a lot of, you'd have to have a lot of money. You just to, lie. Just to lie. Be able to, but who's going to do it? Who's going to legally be able to just take your dead body and shoot it somewhere? Like, there's a lot of rules and laws against what people do with dead people in this country. But we're in, we're in South Africa. How are you? Then you're gonna have to go live so the rest gonna, of your life what out I'm gonna do in South Africa when, when you're get, old. When I know I'm getting sick, I'm gonna buy a plane ticket. I told you I was sick, and I'm gonna have one of those giant Acme kits of the You Build It uh, catapult waiting for me, and I will wily coyote build a catapult. Then and on hire, my, hire a native, and on my dying breath, you know, I'll have uh, the the rope that causes the catapult to shoot. I'll have it in my mouth, and once I pass away, I'll just uh, no. You'll just lay there until you die. Yeah. And then launch yourself. Bye bye. Bye bye. Bye bye. I never thought of that though. And I, I was always thinking that Australia, does anybody have a serious one in Australia? Like all of the Australian uh, epitaphs are just all just fucking wanko. I actually am kind of curious now. I never really thought about it. Like, what do people in China do with their dead people? Are they, is everyone cremated? I know. I bet they have to be. I know that at a certain point they started burying their dead in the cemeteries from a stand-up position, because lying down would take up more right. space. So they would just make them. What is it? Uh, they just put them down in the ground like golf tees. <laughs> right, right. A giant machine. A an auger just going and then boop body in there. They just drop them down. But you're, I never thought of it, Jenny. You're completely right that the the whole death experience is for the living people but in in some respects you know getting people over their shit's kind of a good thing or else right. people are dwelling on uh, it's a huge business too it's hu- the funeral business is huge money making business see we need to go into the build it yourself mm-hmm. catapult business money 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 isn't south africa fucked up anyway they'd do it they'd go for they'd it go for it yeah what's a famous person's epitaph um let's see uh, the best is yet to come. Who's that? Frank Sinatra. Okay, wait, wait, wait. Read the famous people's uh, epitaph, and I'm going to see if I can guess who it is. Okay. Let's see. Oh, well, this one's easy. That's all, folks. Mel Blank. Yep. I am ready to meet my maker. Whether my maker is prepared for the great ordeal of meeting me is another matter. Is that, oh, you said it like a woman. No. No? I see? am a woman. you gave it. You. Oh, shit. Your voice is cloaked. I don't know who that is. <laughs> Winston Churchill. Oh. Uh, she did it the hard way. Uh, Betty Davis. Yep. Uh, let's see. <laughs> Give me a hard one. Free at last. Free at last. Thank God Almighty, I'm free at last. Um. 
I have no idea. Martin Luther King Jr. Oh, my fucking God, of course. Here is one for you. Truth to your own spirit. A conk, oh, chonk, oh, call. Jim Morrison. Call, yeah. And he's buried in France anyway. Of course, he died in, in Paris. France. Fucker. One more. Give me one more. I told you so, you damned fools. Is that... Be- no, no. I have no idea. I don't know who that is. H.G. Wells. Oh, yeah. There's some of these that I don't know who they are. Like, Curiosity did not kill this cat. Who's Was that a jazz player or something? Studs Turkle. Studs Turkle? You know Studs Turkle. Good old Studs. He invented the turtleneck. <laughs> good old Studs. He's a good kid. Pick up the check whenever we go out for, you know, wings. All right. Well, Jenny and I wrote some epitaphs of our own. Why don't we share those with the people? Or with ourselves, I guess. I can't wait to hear yours. Do you want to go first? You want me to go first? Um, I don't care. I, I only have three. I have s- five? I think five, yeah. Okay, you, you read one first since I don't have less. Okay, the first one that I have is just a, and I'm thinking this one is on one of those uh, tombstones that look just like a tombstone. It's a gray piece of marble sitting there, and it just says camping sucks. Nothing else, just camping sucks. Not even your name. No name, oh, just camping. That sucks. lends so many th- people will be like, I wonder that guy must have died camping. You know, I mean, actually, now that I'm thinking about it, there'd be fine print on the bottom, and there would be a clue to a scavenger hunt that doesn't exist. Fucking that ha- that involves camping. <laughs> Go camp at this location. This Yosemite camping spot has the first clue. I was thinking, it says camping sucks and then underneath in the fine print it says this person did not die from camping. Right. (laughs) And Ken Burns' (laughs) son would make a documentary about people that have died (laughs) trying to figure out that first clue. (laughs) What's yours? Um, Let's see, one of the ones I wrote down is uh, kind of in the same vein as yours just like nothing on it, just uh, nothing to see here. Move along. Nice. To see how many people would, well, I'd be dead, so what do I care? But I wonder how many people would actually read it because a lot of, you know, a lot of tombstones just get glossed over. Right, right. You don't even read them. You know, you should have some sort of uh, stipulation in your will that your, your, any living survivors have to go put police tape around it. (gasps) People would probably think I was a cop too. Ooh, They're like, "Oh, she de- or he, he or she definitely was a police officer." And you know what? You could promise them Jenny Gold in your will, and if it, if you didn't put the tape around it, then they wouldn't get the Jenny Gold. Or even better, inside the tombstone would be a little uh, hole installed that if people actually did hover and they tried to see it, they'd get pepper sprayed. <laughs> I love or that. tased. I love it. I love it. I like that's my favorite. Move along. Move along. Nothing. I told you to move I along. <laughs> and you're like, why is that couple holding their eyes? We gotta we, check. We that better go look because there must be something oh, to see here. Oh, there's tape around here. This looks dangerous. <laughs> Let's get in for a closer look. Uh, the next one I have is it says this one's kind of an elaborate one that has different kind of martial arts weapons carved into it. Very beautiful, very ornate. And it says, June Button, born 1971. Died with the whatever my death date is. Died with death date and saying, defending his dojo. Oh, yeah. And then I want, like, some uh, artist to put a sketch 
of the dojo like on fire being attacked by a samurai or something and me just one person defending it. I like it. Maybe kids inside crying or something. I just thought of another one. What do you got? Um, maybe when could say, uh, here lies Jenny. She left the world as she entered it, naked and afraid. I like that. Sounds so ominous, though. Like maybe it was some sort of a, a homicide death. So maybe that's not so good. And some person that's kind of enjoying the 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 uh, graveyard kind of season goes, you know, to cut to the core, Jenny. All right, the next one I have, and this is this is another one that's just a uh, this is not the tombstone, the big you know kind of erect you know erect ones that look like a thick dick. This is the one that sits on the ground. It looks like a book opened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it just says in the page that's open, buried treasure. <gasps> I love that one. Right? It has to be close to yours and, to pepper spray people that are trying to exhume my and body. And there is a stipulation that your loved one each month has to go and put a, a fake parrot on on the corner. Right, or like, ah. a, like a fake doubloon somewhere nearby the grave. It would also pepper spray anybody that grabbed it. Actually, <laughs> right, a robot parrot that pepper or, sprays you. Or built into the side of the tombstone is like a, a hook where your hand, your pirate hand was, your Captain Hook hand, right. just embedded in. No, no, just the parrot that sprays you with pepper spray. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing to see here. Um, here's another one that, uh, that I had. Here lies Jenny on her back, like usual. And this one would have a little, a little fucking uh, clown horn honk, 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 in the corner. A rim shot. Yeah, or that. Yeah. With a motion sensor on it. <laughs> uh, the next one I have is just a huge uh, granite middle finger. No name. Just a giant you, middle finger like the size of me. I wonder if you can do that. Like, do cemeteries let you make whatever shape of headstone as you want? From what I understand, it has to be approved. But. You'd have to get in the cool cemetery. Right. Uh, but I was thinking, eventually, with all the stuff. With all the hipsters and the, the, you know, like the younger people getting older and dying, elaborate weird tombstones are bound to just yeah, show up. People right? aren't going to just go for the regular old square on the ground. Lame. Tombstone's lame. So this one was my personal favorite that I came up with. And this one was the first one I came up with. And then I got like writer's block. Like I'd already died. Like it already just reached the pinnacle of epitaphs and I couldn't come up with anything right. else. So this is going to be mine. It the best. This is going to be it. the best. I'm going to have uh, over the lips, through the gums. Look out, heaven. Here she comes. That's my f favorite. And then also there's just Comedy a, gold. There's a gun there that just shoots pepper spray. Yeah. Or like I could hose. say. Not even a spray. It hoses you with In it. my case, I'm not like self-righteous thinking that I'm going to heaven. So it might have to say, look out, hell. Here she comes. Because I'm, you right. know, I'm not going to fucking lie to myself after, after I'm gone. Or it has one of those uh, sprinklers that go. Just pepper spraying everything in the area. Gotta have pepper spray. All, all the grass around my mine is just fucking burnt and no, no, smoldering. A certain seed is placed there that flourishes with the, pepper, with pepper spray. spray. It's like idiocracy. Uh, no, it just grows chili everywhere. Yeah. Uh, I have one that says uh, now. Of course, it doesn't matter what you have on there. Who's gonna know the truth or not? 
is uh, here lies June Button and his 16-inch dick. And those people go, fuck, that guy had a huge dick. I wonder if you get grave robbed. <laughs> Gotta get that dick. <laughs> Gotta fucking see that dick. <laughs> so don't people in, in Japan buy dick to like his horny potion or something? We gotta dig up that dick. Gotta a bunch of crazy dick. drunk girls on a bridesmaids excursion are gonna go dig up that dick. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like, I dare you to dig up the dick. God, that dick, the f- 16 inches. He's we gotta see that dick. No, 15 It's like the, 15 urban, inch the urban legend of the town is that fucking dick. It's a haunted dick. <laughs> <laughs> One time I was at the cemetery, I saw. That I got dick. hit by some pepper spray, and I was wiping my eyes, and I saw that 16-inch dick ghost run by me. Scared me. Smacked me. me. Smacked. I think it shoots pepper spray. It definitely shoots pepper spray. Uh, the last one I have is just a giant, you know how they have the wide one for two people? Yeah, yeah. I want one of those, but with one of me in there, and it just says, June Button. And then you know how they have, like, in a different font, the kind of wavy font, like it's on a flag type of thing? Mm-hmm. It says, uh, June Button, a very generous and powerful lovemaker. <gasps> That's my favorite. Dot, 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 dot. And pepper spray. And then a picture of, uh, of um, <laughs> the guy from Parks and Recreation. <laughs> Which one? name? Which one? <laughs> With the mustache, what's his name? Oh, uh, how, uh, God, what is his name? Duke Silver. Duke Silver, right. <laughs> exactly. You can put whoever picture you want. Yeah, whatever. Because yeah. nobody knows. Well, then I'm going to put, like, Brad Pitt on there. Yeah. Like, People will be like, is that Brad? God, that guy looks wow. just like Brad Pitt. You know Pitt. what? That is, he looked a lot like Brad Pitt. Except I'd have, like, a different, like, like uh, some a of the. A long chin. Like, something that Brad Pitt <laughs> did in, like, a Bowie eye. On it. Like, oh, wow. Except for that Bowie eye, he looked a lot like Brad Pitt. <laughs> Son of a handsome fella. And evidently a very powerful and generous mm-hmm. lover. Well, any of that's those, my, Jenny. That's my favorite. Any of those are going to happen. I like yours just because there's pepper spray on it. Yeah, I know. Like, the pepper spray came out of nowhere, but that's actually probably the winner. It's probably the best me. thing. Yeah. yeah. I don't think that there's any other culture that has the funny epitaphs. I don't either. I don't think that any other culture has it. In Islam, I don't think that there's no. anything funny in Islam. No. In as far as that's rego- I mean, as far as that goes. Let's see. I don't even know if any other Eskimos? culture has like Those, uh, you know what sucks though is is a self indulgent as we are that's that we're right. like here's a joke on my way out, Shecky. I mean, who does that? And you know, all the Eskimo epitaphs are all going to melt once climate warming happens. <laughs> I, I don't, I don't know. know what Japanese people, I don't know what Japanese cemeteries are like. I don't know what, um, and like mausoleums and things like that. Right. Those are solemn affairs. There's no like. Uh, you know, uh, mausoleums always, uh, always fascinated me. My grand, my great grandmother and my great grandfather are parked in a ma- mausoleum not too far from here. And I'd go by and every once in a while, just kind of go through and check it out and look. And it kind of always intrigued me and it's always so cold because it's marble yeah even in the hot summertime i was uh commuting back and forth on my bicycle and you know i'd stop and see great grandma great grandpa every once in a while and it was always nice and cool in there and but it just seems like a colossal waste of space yeah i mean the people that are mourning those people or not mourning but you know 
how long is it going to be before the the family line has there's no one that's going to come visit them yet those places are still going to exist right. or do we take them down well, or is there like you know I think we'll be taken over by Martians right in this country the whole like uh you know celebration of death or celebration of life whatever you want to call it and having gravestones and mausoleums and all of this was they didn't anticipate that we were going to have the population that we have now or that 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 cemeteries would take up so fucking much room right but they do i mean it's like i i wonder i wonder what the statistic is of how much acreage of land is cemetery in the united states cuz i bet it's crazy oh it has to be it has to be pretty big also i'm thinking isn't there can't you burn the body hot enough to create some sort of other stone or something i don't aren't know people doing that if, hey, wait a minute. That's what we're doing. Our catapult into South African coastline, into the shark-infested I, waters, will have a crematorium next to it that plasma guns shoot your your remain. Oh, I guess it's going in the ocean, so that doesn't make sense. Well, I people think we could out. melt. We'll melt people's bodies down into like a tiki statue, like the Brady Bunch had on their on their Hawaiian. Adventure, and you can like wear it around your neck or whatever. Right. Like, uh, look, it's Uncle Melvin. I've got him right here. And it's cool. I can put him up, like on the dashboard of my fucking car. It's awesome. And depending on what your last thoughts are, you can have a good something good happen to you or something bad happen to you. And we Think could offer it. like different, you know, like you, we'll have a catalog, and it'd be like, well, what kind of what kind of woman was that, Martha? Do you want like a kitty cat, or do you want a fucking armadillo? Like, what was she into? Horses? We have ponies, and then we can melt them into little, you know, figurines. Well, yeah, that, I like you that. know would show your personality, right? I like it, or like insane bling, like a grill. Yeah, yeah. when's that style gonna go out? And you could like wear oh, your wear you could wear your your blinged out friend in your mouth. <laughs> exactly. So or what you would your what would yours be if we melted you down into like a tchotchke? What would uh That's like a black a black t shirt? No, I would have to I want it to be the head from the Lionel Richie. Yeah. <gasps> oh, me too. Uh video. Me too. Hello. That's, that's all I've want. that's all I've ever wanted. Yeah. So both you and I would be Lionel Richie heads. Friends forever. BFF. And I would want a blind woman to come and feel it all no the time. No blind women. That's disgusting. That's- all right, we're, we're going to jump into a <laughs> fake break. We come back and we got some more stuff for you. Until then, enjoy this little audio tidbit. Genesee is believing. Vacations are great on the seacoast of Genesee country. The sights, the sounds. And the smells. What is that? Fish chowder. Try some. My secret recipe. Wow, great chowder. This Genesee's great beer almost as good as my Joda. You can count on Jenny Taste, cause it's brewed in just one place. Genesee, it is And uh, we are back from Fake Break. Okay, so Jenny, I don't know if you're aware of this or not. Um, Patrick isn't here. But, what? Uh, no, well, this he's, uh, not? he's not here, but <laughs> if he was here, he would be announced too. This goes for anybody that's listening, but there's only 32 shopping days until my birthday. 
So I made a list of things that uh, I've registered for on the internet. Just nice. type in the internet, June okay. registry, and this will come up. So uh, it, it, you don't have to buy these things, but these are the things that are on my mind right now. Okay. Uh, the first one I have is uh, chopsticks, and one of the chopsticks has an actual fan built onto it to cool down my noodles. I've actually seen that. Um, I have a book of... Uh, Oh, I've seen that yeah, book at your of house. Japanese in- inventions. Right. And that is actually one of them. Well, it's a great book. See, a great you have book. an in there. Actually, like anything see. out of that book would probably be a good gift for you. <laughs> probably would. The next one I have is a pen. It's just a normal pen, although it does look like it's made of some, some sort of alloy. Holy shit. Do you hear that? Mm-hmm. I don't know if... The- listeners can hear but a plane just flew by uh it's a regular pen but when you pick it up it shocks the shit out of you how funny is that do you just want that for your enemies you're like here borrow my pen no i just want to leave it and say please don't use my pen and then wait for the ouch Mm, and that's when i get my office job that'll never happen (laughs) all right the next one i have is i need a pa system for my car with, a, you know, the, the walkie-talkie kind of uh, mm-hmm. handle thing that I could talk into. It could be Blues Brother-ish with just a, a large megaphone on the top. However, I would prefer something built into the actual uh, front of the car, back of the car, like with loudspeakers so that I could yell at people while I'm driving and they could hear me. Or idiots that are just standing on the street looking like, like idiots. That's I like, like a must-have. For um, anyone. No, just for me. Okay. The next one I have, this is v- actually, if you bought me this, I would buy this for your birthday. It's a horseshoe-shaped body pillow. Mm. It's huge. I actually have one of these. You have a horse shape? Well, it's a pregnancy body, body pillow, but it is shaped like a horseshoe. It's How big is it? How long? It's huge. So like it, six feet, both little sides are six no, feet. No, but it's it 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 it's it's shaped kind of like a, a, the letter C more oh, okay. than a horseshoe. No, mine's like a U. And you put the the large part in between your legs, and then the other part wraps around your pregnant belly, and also acts as a pillow for your head. Awesome. Instrumental. In my pregnancy. The bad part about it was it took up like the whole entire bed and my pregnant ass too. And BT did not really, he slept in the spare room a lot during the last part of my pregnancy. It's shaped like a C for a reason. I don't get it. Cunt. All right. The next one I have (laughs) is, uh, I would love for you. And I understand if you wouldn't, if you didn't do this because you, you know, you're an adult and you have a, a family, but I want a real hand grenade. Where the fuck would I even get that? I don't know. I'm just saying, just a real hand grenade would be nice to have, just in case, whatever. Just in case, what if blank happened? Hand grenade. What What if I was out and blank happened? Hand grenade. What if I was sitting in my house, minding my own business, and blank happened? Hand grenade. You would have to have this shit on you all the time. <laughs> Duh, I'm not going to leave it sitting around for some other dummy to pick up. True. Carry it around, wear it around my neck. All right, the next one I want is an ice tray in the shape of uh, whatever I choose. I haven't chose yet. 
Okay. So you just buy, make sure that you can get a mold made of whatever I want. And once uh, I decide what it is, I will inform the buyer. You know somebody probably has a website for custom-made ice trays. And if they don't, we that's what we should do. It's funny you say that, Jenny. I found that website. You did? And all of them sucked. Mm-hmm. Or else I would have put it in. I actually wrote blank were they like trip. boobs and dicks and uh, there was boobs, dicks, there was Han Solos, there was R2D2s. Yeah. There was all kinds of stuff and all of them sucked and I realized that I could come up with a better idea but it's just going to take a little time. The next one I have, now this is classic and also, you know, it would show a lady that I'm serious about reading books is uh, a samurai sword bookends. So it looks like my books have been stabbed. Mm. Mhm. Put that in your pipe and smoke it. That's good. Uh, this one kind of goes with the brass knuckles. Real uh, brass, real brass knuckles. You can you can get those. Yeah, I want that brass knuckles. You got to have brass knuckles just you know in case I need to you know thwart somebody. This is something I think is going to be a new th- a big thing in the uh, two twenty fourteen, and it's fart spray. I think fart spray is going to make a comeback. I think it's. A, it was always funny, mm-hmm. and B, it's been a long time. People forgot about it. It's time to make a, a resurgence. Now they'll think it's just Febreze. Like, what the fuck is that? Who's burning onions over here? I'll be like, <laughs> idiots. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid ass. Mark my words, summer of 2014 is summer of fart spray. Or fart bombs. The next one I have is, uh, now this is... This is this is a transparent like gem that holds a tarantula fighting a scorpion, but it's a bottle opener. Mm. You're not into this at all, are you? No, I, I think, need some more enthusiasm. I think please. you could actually get that too. No, you can. I found it on the internet. Oh. All these can be bought on the internet. Oh, okay. Uh, so that I want people to show uh, people to see that I'm uh, when I'm opening a drink for them. They don't go, this guy's a pussy. And then they realize what I'm opening with, and they go, whoa. They, they're not even sure that you didn't necessarily whoa. kill both of those things and put them in I'll, I'll lie. the gem. It's not beneath me to lie. I caught both of these things in my sleeping bag. And I'm a gemologist. I'm a gemologist. <laughs> I am a gemologist. The last one I have, and again, Jenny, this is something I don't think you'd want, but if you bought it for me, I would feel compelled to reciprocate on your birthday by buying you the same thing. And that is a branding iron for barbecuing. <gasps> so somebody goes, God damn, the steak is good. Who made it? Oh, wait, June made it. It says it right here on the steak. <clears throat> oh, this corn. Can you get that on the internet? Mm-hmm. That mm, This corn is so good. Who made this corn? Oh, it says it right here. It's branded in. It's June. And that one is the one I want the most. So just think about that. I, 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 ladies and gentlemen, uh, Jenny is writing down, I think I'm going to get this. That is, that is fucking genius. And not only, I have several people in my life, inclu- my husband. Well, that's why I want I want to make him jealous. Go nuts. I need to show him I'm the alpha male in your house. <laughs> oh, my God. That's hilarious. Again, there's only 32 shopping days, Jenny. And please, I don't want to sound like a dick, but you should probably get on the ball now. That is so funny. A couple weeks ago, June came up with the idea um, for uh, how can you make a movie better? You I can, have no idea. You recast it. That's how. 
Fuck yeah, you do. You recast it with whoever you think would be better at the movie, not including like June and I, which would make every movie better. It would talking e- other celebrities. Honestly, it would either be a complete failure or it would just kill it. Most likely Most failure. Likely failure. You're right. But you know, you never know. You never know. You know what, Jenny? I think it's. I think. Uh, I think that the world is at a loss not having us in front of the camera more. I know we could be behind the camera, but no well, one wants us to do that either. M Night Shalomalon. Oh yeah, we need to. What happened to that guy? He shalomalomed himself. Yeah, he hasn't. He, he hasn't made a movie in, in a while. Nobody wants to be shalomalomed. They do not. Yeah, that's on my bucket list. Never to be shalomalomed ever again. Ever again. Thank you. So we came up with some ideas for. Um, Recasting movies, maybe make them better. Maybe they wouldn't. I don't know. I'm not a fucking They're gonna be filmmaker. Better. They're going to be better for sure. I don't think there's any doubt about it. Jenny, why don't you read yours first and then I'll read mine. Okay, you want me to read my whole list? Read okay. the whole list. So, and, but but I want to talk about these things because okay. I not you. I'm super smart and I'm a great critic. You really are. So the first one I came up with was the obvious one. We've talked about this on the show before. Um, Paul Rudd. Just recast him in every romantic comedy that's ever been made right, as the right. leading male. Wasn't that my prediction for 2014? Yes, it was. Right. So I'm saying let's just every every rom com. I'm talking Sleepless in Seattle. I'm talking any anything with the Tom Hanks, Meg Ryan. Get that Hanks out of there. Twenty four. Get first a Paul dates, Rudd in. Thirty first yeah. dates. Anything, Eighty first dates. Anything with Adam Sandler. Get get the Sandler get out. Rudd get in the there. Rudd in. Get Rudd in there. Get Rudd in because uh, he is America's sweetheart. And Sleepless uh, in, what did you already said? Sleepless yeah. What's you Harry got, Met Sally? You got That's mail. Harry years. Met Sally. Let her do that orgasm know. scene in the deli with a rud across from her. Rudd, I think it'd be much better. Rudd's a better su- recipient. He really is. And he's a hard, he's a hard worker in hard Hollywood. He's a heartthrob. Uh, okay, I'm thinking uh, Shawshank Redemption. Everybody loves that movie. Great movie. Morgan Freeman's character, really good. Could it be better? With Larry David. <laughs> Probably. Because uh, he would have to do he, the monologue. He'd have to do the narration. He's right. like, Andy was in charge of the library. No, Andy it's like, was in charge. Andy, and I don't and, and then I don't know, and my shoe was untied. And then another thing happened, and he would and he would anger all of the all of the inmates, the black he would defend the black inmates. A lot more he would rape defend, scenes. Definitely. A lot more rape scenes. That's brilliant, Jenny. Holy shit, I should just throw my list away because that is the funniest thing. So I think I think Larry David could really spice Larry it up. <laughs> you know what would be funny is Larry David casting any anything. I, know, right? I, I was just I just thought of two others. American me. Let's throw Larry David into another prison. Right. Let's throw American him into History X. That's exactly the one. That's exactly the one. Throw him in American History X. Uh, any of the Hobbit movies. Yeah. Throw him into the, the, he's the Terminator now. I like it. Uh, okay, here's a, here's a, uh, a good family comedy that we all love. Freaky Friday, whether it be Jamie Lee Curtis and Lindsay Lohan or the old school or the one with, uh, uh, Judge Reinhold and the kid from the Wonder Years, these switch places. It's a oh, good, I forgot good about idea. that one. I'm talking Nicolas Cage and Michael Sarah. 
Oh, yeah. I could see that. I like Very that good. a lot. Because you really want to see Nick Cage have to play Michael Sarah and Michael Sarah have to play Nick Cage when they switch their brains and figure, you know, it's a father-son type thing. The best thing about that is they'd both just play them. Right. There's no, They can't act. Right. Neither of them can play anything but their, their stupid selves. Right. <laughs> Holy shit, Jenny. I am... I am First so, of all, I'm very impressed <laughs> of your list so far. This is good. This is really good. I would pay to see all of these movies. I would pay to see this, too. You know what? That's another reason why we should play the lottery every day. I know. Duh. So uh, my next one is another one of America's most favorite movies, Forrest Gump. Forrest Gump? Okay, okay. you got Tom Hanks. He's a, he's good a, movie. He's a great, great actor. Right. But what if you slip Christopher Walken in as Forrest Gump? I like He's that. like, my life, my my mother says it's like a box of chocolates. My mom said it's like a box of chocolates. I ran. You don't know what you're going to get. Yeah, I can't do a Christopher Walken. I can't do Christopher Walken that's either. the idea is. Like is he dumb like, you know, me? And then I met another president. Yeah, it was fine. I got shot in the behind. A shrimping boat captain. <laughs> That was good. That was good walking, that, right? Do that one again. A shrimping boat captain. I'm a shrimping boat cap. I can't do it Bubba at all. Bubba was my very, very most best friend. Bubba was my friend. Of course, Lieutenant Dan was a good man. The next one I thought of, um, Will Smith and his dumb son. They're in everything now. Kaino? No, uh, Jaden. Will Smith, yeah, Jaden Smith. They're right, in okay. everything now. I say put their acting chops to the test. I want Will Smith, Passion of the Christ. Oh, Black shit. Black Jesus. Take Jesus. that, Mel Gibson. Jesus wasn't white. He was Will Smith. That's a Jesus I can get behind. And he'll punch an alien in the face at some point in the movie and right. say, welcome to America, and it'll be great. I like that. What's Jaden doing? Is he Jodas? I, I don't Judas? know. I couldn't figure that out. But his dumb son has got to be there because he's always in, you know, he's got to bring that son along to everything these days. A Few Good Men, Jack Nicholson's character, You Can't Handle the Truth, Gilbert Godfrey. You can't handle the truth. Why are we trying to do impressions? We <laughs> Well, it's because I want that. Like, I can, you can't handle the truth. I can hear it in my head I know, and I can I see his squinty little eyes. What? What? What do you want from me? So there's that. Uh, that This was, so when I was making my list, um, BT got home from work and I asked, so I always ask him because he'll come up with something. He does. He always comes up the best. That was funny. Why isn't he on the podcast? I know, really. Because he's he's scared of microphones. Um, So I just wrote down the one thing that he said, just so stupid. <laughs> I was like, so if you could recast a movie, what would you recast? And he was like, I'd cast Rob Reiner as the fat woman in What's Eating Gilbert Grape. Done. That was his whole his whole contribution. That not so good. I was like, really? So I just wrote it down so that we could make fun of him. Not so good. Not so good. Usually he knocks it out of the I park. I know. I know. He didn't try. And the final one that I have is you have to. Uh, do a little subst- uh, suspension of disbelief okay, here hold because on. I need this, to put my breathing techniques into, into this couple is no longer together, and I don't think they were even together when this movie was made. But I'm talking Titanic. 
The Leonardo DiCaprio, Kate Winslet role played by Tom and Roseanne Arnold. (laughs) At the front of the boat, I'm king of the world. And she would take the line. She wouldn't even let Tom have it. She's got gum. She's chewing gum. Mm -hmm. That's great. Or it could be, if you you prefer, it could be Roseanne and uh, and, uh, uh, John Goodman. No, if no, you don't no, want to no. have Tom, Tom Arnold, Arnold works better. Yeah, because they were really great. married. And that's brilliant. And that's think a of the good one. Scene where he's painting her, paint me like one of your French girls, and she's all you know laying on the couch, all nudie. Right, and it's just some just it does not even like, a painting. Oh. It's just like <laughs> throwing paint at the canvas. That's good. I like that one a lot. So that's that's it. That's my list. <laughs> better movies all around. I agree. I don't think me. that. It, you could do a better film than those. Okay, the first one I have is uh, a movie called E.T. Mm, I've heard of it. All right. Now, I want to recast E.T. with a full-size Gary Busey. <laughs> Gary Busey through the whole thing. No, I don't want, I just want E.T. eliminated from the film and then Gary Busey just put in there. So Elliot just finds like an... A full-grown crazy man in the shed, exactly. and leads leads him into the house with Reese's pieces. Right, maybe he walks on his knees for a little while, but Drew, I want him walking as a full-size. Drew Barrymore hides him in the closet with all the stuffed animals. Right, does he still get a ride in the basket in the moon silhouette? Of course, of course. <laughs> and the next one I have is Forrest Gump, and I want Forrest Gump as Gary Busey, because it would be fucking hilarious. That would be good. No one would ever sit next to him on the bench. No. Ever. All right, the next movie I have is a movie called Psycho. Mm-hmm. And I want uh, Gary Busey <laughs> playing the woman in the shower scene. Just taken out, and it's Gary Busey. Ah! And then, you know, the silhouette of the stabbing. The next one I want is all the Terminator movies done different <laughs> with just Gary Busey playing all the Terminators. <laughs> Does he get he gets to say all the iconic lines? All of them, yes. But yes. he just says them as Gary Busey. Like right. he doesn't no, even no, no, doesn't even pretend to be automaton. He's just He's like just completely Gary, Gary Busey. Busey. Right, right. Uh Alien. And I want the alien played by <laughs> Gary Busey. Gary Busey. He just but pops just, up. I would die if Gary Busey popped out of my well, I probably would die, but if he popped out of my chest and just wiggled around, right. Gary Busey, no. The next one I have is Gary Busey in the starring role as Braveheart. <laughs> you'll never take our freedom. But it would be like a... He's like, you'll, you'll never take our freedom. I'm Gary Busey. A huge, long soliloquy right I there. wish I could do a Gary Busey impersonation. I do, too. But I can't. I don't even know what Gary Busey sounds like in my head right now. Uh, the next one I have is the movie Snatch. Have you seen it? I think that I have, and I think it was hard for me to watch. It's a good, good movie, but there's a scene in the movie, and there's a dog that eats a squeaky toy biscuit, like a, a toy, a squeaky toy. So instead of the dog barking, they insert the squeaky noise. I want that dog played by Gary Busey. Okay. Goodwill Hunting. I want Goodwill Will Hunting Goodwill. played as uh, Gary Busey. Big Lebowski. I couldn't figure out who I wanted Gary Busey to be the old in cowboy. the Big Lebowski. Sam, <laughs> the wise old cowboy. That's Sam Elliott. Sam Elliott? No, you have to have Sam Elliott in there. Okay. But what what would he be? 
Donnie. No. Don, I was thinking about Donnie. Sure, yeah, put him as Donnie. He can be Donnie. Then John Goodman can yell at him all the time. Right. And uh, from 1982, The Thing, I want instead of any kind of weird thing, Gary Busey. What about Adrian Barbeau? Instead of Adrian Barbeau, put in Gary Busey. I like it. Was she in The Thing? Oh, she was in The Thing, yeah. wasn't she? yeah. No, but I want him as a thing. So whatever shape it had uh, had morphed it's into, it's just Gary Busey wearing normal just, clothes, just, like a Hawaiian shirt, exactly, just standing there, <laughs> hey, with his cuckoo eyes and horse teeth. Uh, the next one I have is the Wizard of Oz. I want all the flying monkeys to be Gary Busey and Willy Wonka. I want all the Oompa Loompas to be Gary Busey. Now that's terrifying. Jaws. I couldn't think of anything from Jaws. I didn't want the shark to be Gary Busey. What about the old... Uh, I thought about that, but I couldn't cut him out of the movie because yeah, he's, he's the best really, part. he is the best part. So he'd be the guy selling chowder on the dock. Okay. All right. Rocky two. I want him to play Mr. T's part, Gary Busey. What is, uh, uh, Clubber Lang. Clubber Lang, thank you. A Christmas Story. I want Gary Busey to, to be play, the dad. No, to play the weird kid in line while <laughs> Ralphie's going to go see Santa Claus. That's what I want Gary Busey to play because it'd be so weird. All you're used to. I love the Wizard of Oz. And I, I like, want it, Gary Busey. <laughs> I want it to be completely George Lucas too. So it's the the same movie, everything, but all of a sudden, instead of you know the kid Gary Busey standing there. Uh, the next one I have is uh, Lord of the Rings, Gollum. Definitely Gollum. But I also want him to play Captain Kirk in Lord of the Rings as Captain Kirk in a version of Star Trek made where they fell into the Lord of the Rings universe. What? <laughs> so you're watching, you're watching, you're watching uh, Lord of the Rings. Okay. And Gary Busey's, Gary Busey's Gollum. But all of a sudden, Gary Busey beams down with the Star Trek uniform on, and it ends up you're not watching Lord of the Rings. You're watching an episode of Star Trek, and they had fallen into a Lord of the Rings okay. uh, universe. Gotcha. And the last one I have is uh, the Buddy Holly story. He was in the Buddy Holly story. Oh, shit. Never mind that. You knew that. I couldn't figure out who to put, like, instead of Gary Busey in there, so. Uh, Christopher Walken. Thank you, Jenny. Christopher Walken. He's a perfect Buddy Holly. Um, but Christopher Walken now with this crazy, like, right, old man hair Walken. that he has. Right. Have you seen his hair? It's like a giant helmet of a hood of hair. Oh, he's got the uh, Trump thing going on. Yeah. It's but very, better than Trump. But it's not it's a comb Trump. over. It's just, like, too much hair. It's like if you put. Christopher Walken in a can, uh, uh, what's it called? Uh, yeah, candy, a cotton candy cotton machine. Cotton candy machine. That's he, exactly that's the what hair it would is. Have. That's exactly what it is. Needless to say, Jenny, I think we would we should be uh, casting directors in Hollywood. I agree. Gary Busey'd work more. He'd, work, he'd be working a lot, right? He'd be working a lot. <laughs> okay, with all that done, we've come to the end of another hideous creature show. Uh, you know what, Jenny? It's great to see you. I know. It's been a long time. It's been it's way been too, too long. long. We've been trying to do uh, once every or twice a month, but, you know, last month kind of got out of control. Uh, special thanks this week, Kenny and Angelica. Congratulations. They Congratulations. are getting hitched. 
No shit. Colorado but, Kenny. We talk about him on the show all the time for people who don't know him. Sorry, ladies. He's taken. Off that market. Son of a bitch. The, uh, wait. If you want to contact us, just look on the internet. Uh, Google Hideous Creature Show and we'll pop up. We have a phone number. It's 503-GUY-WENT. I can never remember the numbers. That's okay. That's yeah. easier to remember. I agree. The intro this week was uh, Dirty Mike and the Boys from the movie... The Other Guys. The Other Guys. And it's such an underrated movie. Watch it. It'll kind of... It fucked with my head when I first watched it because I was like, is this good? Or is I know. This is it weird? funny? What's is it on? not? And then I realized it's, it's, it's way too funny. Mark Wahlberg's really funny in it. He is good. All right. The outro this week is we haven't made up our minds yet, so uh, it's probably playing right now. We're going to do another show as soon as we can. Until then, everyone do yourself a favor and have a wonderful, wonderful week. Toodles. Well, then I have a deal.